0: What's up, everybody? We are back with the Apogee Podcast. My name is David Carter. And Justin Bell. And we are here on a cloudy Sunday afternoon.
1: Yeah, very cloudy. Much different from yesterday.
0: Yes, significant temperature drop. I think I've seen a lot of people doing. Uh, indoor workouts in their garage
1: instead of outdoor workouts like I did yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was tank tops and T-tops, and today I'm wearing a <laughs> sweater. <laughs> got that sweater on my chest, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, so before we get into our guest, um, David, you want to tell him again about uh, this deal we've got going on with CrossFit Greer? Yeah, absolutely.
0: CrossFit Greer is sponsoring this second episode, uh, and... With CrossFit Greer, uh, Justin and I, we both work out there. Justin is a coach, and if you would like to be a part of CrossFit Greer or even try it, give them a call or walk in, and they will give you 10% off your first month's membership if you uh, mention the Apogee podcast.
1: Yep, and like last week, smell their floors.
0: (laughs) All right, cool. We have an awesome guest here today. Um he is a two time CrossFit Sanctional Athlete, kind of a local CrossFit hero here to a lot of people. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, he's an apogee athlete, works out at CrossFit Crash, and he's an all around good dude. So the guy I'm talking about is Sergio <laughs> Brescino. What's up, dude?
2: What's going on, guys? Yeah, How welcome you? man. Welcome. Pleasure, Pleasure you guys up,
0: having me here, man. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. So is this your first podcast interview? Oh, yeah,
2: most definitely. <laughs> Fully legit. <with> these- <laughs> nice microphones and everything well great (laughs) on a
0: scale from one to ten how nervous are you right now Uh,
2: maybe like a two all right good all right what were you
0: more nervous for the start of the australian crossfit championship or this interview
2: Oh, uh, definitely the Australian. <laughs> college, <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. We, we, uh, <laughs> we are not intimidated. Whatsoever. Not at all. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Which
0: I guess is a good thing, right? Yeah. To be a, to be a <laughs> podcast host. All right. Well, let's get right into this. I think a lot of people out there want to know a little bit more about your background and your upbringing. So I guess our first question for you is, uh, where are you originally from? And uh, tell us a little bit about your family life growing up.
2: Uh, so basically, my family is from Belize in Central America. Both my parents are from, um, not Brazil. I tell people that. Well, I tell people all the time, like, I'm from Belize. I'm like, oh, okay. And, the next, and a couple of days later, oh, he's from Brazil. Like, no, dude, I'm not from Brazil. Belize, <laughs> totally different things. So totally different country.
0: no Portuguese. Yeah, I was like,
2: yeah, wrong thing. But um, I was originally born in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I grew up, I didn't spend a whole lot of time there. Uh, I moved to Greenville, South Carolina about maybe when I was, Maybe three or four, because I started kindergarten school in Greenville, South Carolina. So you, you basically can say I'm from Greenville, South Carolina right here. Perfect. Practically born and raised here, I guess you can say that. Cool. Um,
1: so just start telling people you're from Greenville. Yeah. And then they won't get confused
2: Pretty At much, all. Yeah, I should just tell people, yeah, I'm from Police Greenville, sounds man. way more cool, though. <laughs> then when they go, what, then they go, what's up with the accent? You go, from
1: Amalconi County. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right>.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm sort of saying that for now on people. <laughs> yeah, so
0: were you always into athletics and sports, or what kind of kid were you growing mm, up?
2: No, like, so funny story is, like, people always ask me, like, what's your, like, did you play anything? What's your like your athletic background? I tell people, like, nothing like I didn't play nothing in middle school nothing in high school like growing up um, both my parents were like working a lot so they didn't really put me into any kind of sports or anything and um, my grandmother raised me a lot growing up too so I don't know I was like yeah I didn't really like get into any of that stuff and I got as so I got older uh, yeah it didn't nothing really kind of suit me suit me and in high school I was just High school was a little different, you know, I just, I didn't really care about sports. I just care about, I'm going to be honest with you guys, just about, like, girls or, you know, oh, stuff like that. Yeah, Just the organic beefcake. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, like, I, uh so that's how I, that's how it happened, really. I didn't really get into anything. So, and crazy
0: about the girls, so kind of being crazy about the girls and fitness kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can say
2: that, I guess, yeah. Sure. Uh, I didn't really get into fitness until about, because I was a fat kid, if I tell you the truth. Like, we saw, like, baby pictures. Like, all my family members would, would kind of pick, or, like, my cousins would pick on me because I was <laughs> the only fat kid, and all my cousins were, like, skinny, and, and for some reason I was, like, always a chubby kid with huge cheeks, and, like, it was crazy.
1: See, like, I'm still a fat kid because in my mind, like, a f- fat kid is a, it's a mental state. It's a state of mind, so you're probably still a fat kid in a... Fit yeah, man's almost body definitely, I guess <laughs> so, you I, can definitely I think David's that. a fat kid in a fit cup <laughs> <on. do> <laughs> always <laughs> cupcakes and milkshakes maybe. <laughs> especially the last two or three years that's for sure yeah so so uh tell us a little bit how
2: you got into CrossFit so so let's see how I got into CrossFit um so I got into fit I got into fitness about maybe sophomore or junior in high school I want to say like I wanted to be look good like have like the abs, you know, chest, arms. I didn't care about legs, you know. I skip leg day every day in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I told myself, like, like who works legs, man? That's what he got pants for. That's right. so You know what I'm saying? I wear pants. So, um, it's a funny thing, like, uh, so I would go to your global gyms and do like all your your normal stuff, and uh, let's so like after a while I started doing that, and then one day. I just went on YouTube and I type in like different, I remember what, exactly what I typed in, but I type in like different workouts. And I remember a video popped up on YouTube and the video is still on YouTube and it was a video of, this was about 2014 because I started CrossFit of of April or May of 2014. I think, yeah. I was about, I was 19 years old. Holy cow. Yeah, I was 19. Just a young buck. Yeah, I was yeah. I was, like, 19 years old, and, yeah, I just type in different workouts on YouTube, and it was a video popped up, and I saw it was, um, it was Dan Bailey, and he was doing, like, a main site workout, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't know who he was at the time. Clicked the video, and I was like, damn, like, that guy's Jack, <laughs> bro, like, what's... And he's doing, like, I remember the same exact workout, too, because it was it was a four, uh, four time, it was 100 double-unders, then you would do five rounds of... 10 dumbbell, uh, 10 dumbbell deadlifts, 10 dumbbell front squats, 10 handstand push-ups, and then you'll finish off with 100 double-unders. Uh-huh. So I watched the whole video, and I was like, damn, this guy's legit. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try that the next day at the gym. <laughs> and what is
0: he doing with that jump rope?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, was, right? yeah like, I remember that, too. I said yeah. the same exact thing. He was like, man, that jump rope's going double super under. fast. Yeah. It's a double I, so like, I don't think I ever jumped open my life in a while, so... And he was doing, like, some heavy-ass dumbbells. He was doing 75-pound dumbbells. I was like, man, I can probably do that. I'm going to go try that at the gym next day.
1: How'd that go for you? And therefore, he did his first leg day. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
2: <laughs> so I remember the next day I went to the gym. I went to your Noble global gym, so, like, of course, I had to scale everything. I didn't.
0: What was it, like, one of those 24-hour fitness-type gy- gyms?
2: Yeah. Uh, actually, it was, the. Um, if you're familiar with the Taylor's area, it was that it's Pivotal Fitness. Oh yeah, no, yeah right. I, I know, used to exactly. train there. Really? Yeah. I used
1: to train there. We lived not even, a mile. I used to run there. Really? And yeah, I trained there. Yeah, yeah so
2: for probably three years. That's why I started like working out at Pivotal uh-huh. Fitness because I, I used to live like 10 minutes down the street from there, so I used to go there. And sure.
1: just, she's gonna kill me for saying this. <laughs> I'm like outing so many people on our podcast too. So, <laughs> just sniper man. So my wife, who a lot of people will know, um, she's a, a CrossFit personality in the area. I paid for a gym membership for her two years there, and she went maybe five times. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. But pivotal. So did you used to do it, like, back in the yoga room? Yeah. Like, in the back
2: right corner? Yeah, I used to go, like, in the evenings where it's, like, empty. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody wouldn't wouldn't have no class or anything going on there. And I will just go back there and just do whatever. And, like... Cause I didn't want to be like in the main room doing what I was about to go do, cause then I thought I would get some weird ass looks. Or right, something. you, you like, would. What's he doing? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So the next day I just went to the gym that evening, and um, first I wanted to, I borrowed my sister's jump rope because I didn't have a jump rope at the time. Can
1: you
0: describe the jump? Were rope? you getting any uh, double unders with that thing? No way. <laughs> it was like
2: a cheap like the handles were like so thick, the rope was so thick too. Uh-huh. So I was like just doing like. <laughs> I mean little short singles a and little then, short for you probably who's, yeah. who's doing the
1: the rocky jump rope yeah I guess yeah. the heel toe <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, uh, oh
0: awesome man so once you got through that how long after that did you like alright yeah. I like CrossFit I'm gonna go find a CrossFit gym to, to join
2: Uh, actually the next day but then I, man, I you get sucked in quick yeah because I, I remember finishing the workout and I was like man I did the workout I in like 10 minutes. I was like, man, I'm, I feel good. I was good. I'm going to try another one again. And then I went, I Googled, the next time I Googled CrossFit gyms. And like I looked at, like, I was scrolling. I don't remember which gym I clicked first because it was back in 2014. I don't remember a lot of gyms back in the day. I don't know. Maybe it was reaction. I can't remember 100% sure. But then I saw the prices and I, I think I saw like 150 bucks a month. And then I was like, "Hell hey, no! I'm not about to pay 150 bucks <laughs> a month. Well, I pay like 20 bucks a month here. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like I'm not gonna do that. I'm not joining a no CrossFit gym. I'm gonna do CrossFit workouts, but I'm just gonna do it here at this global gym. Sure. So I did that for about maybe two months, maybe, or I did that for a month. And then I got really into it. I started like researching. I started looking on YouTube videos. And then that's when I found about the Olympic lifts, like clean and jerk and snatch. And then I found about rogue and I was like, "Mm, okay. So at that time, my dad had owned a restaurant and I was like, oh, I told him like, let me come work for you because I didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. So I worked for him for the summer and I saved enough money. And then I went on rogue and I bought a barbell and a bunch of bumper plates. And then I would just, I taught myself like how to clean and jerk and snatch, like in my driveway. Like, I would watch videos of like Chris Spieler, um, Graham Holberg, and like Rich. Um, but I didn't know like who they were. I just, I didn't know there were, I didn't know the cross, I didn't know about the CrossFit games or Mm -hmm. anything like that at the time. I just thought they were just like personal trainers just trying to teach you how to do whatever, you know, teach Mm -hmm. you how to do this. So I did that for about, I did that for about two months. Like, I taught myself like how to do the snatch and clean jerk. I, um, did CrossFit workouts at, at the Global Gym. I was trying to do, like, teach, teach myself how to do kipping pull-ups. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got so many weird looks in the gym trying to do, like, a kipping pull-up. Because my rhythm was, like, so off.
0: Sure. Um, <laughs> definitely. So,
2: yeah, I did that for about maybe two, three months. And then it just came to the point where, like, I actually started, like, really wanting to get into it. And I, I wanted to learn how to do a handstand push-up because I was scared to... Hop against the wall. Then I saw him doing like handstand walks, and I was like, "Oh, what the heck?" <laughs> I saw a yeah, I saw a video of Rich doing like handstand walks and stuff, and I was like, "Okay, well, let me go, let me go look at a CrossFit gym." Sure. So I uh went. To, I just Googled CrossFit gyms again, and then uh, this gym CrossFit OSC popped up, and it was only like ten minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. So like okay, so let me go go walk in there and just see how it is. And uh, the owner of that Crossfit OC, his name is Rigo. And at that time it was like during summer. And I walked in. He comes and he had like the tank top. And this guy was like. Ripped and he's had veins popping out his chest. <laughs> I was like, Well, damn, he probably knows what he's doing, then. <laughs> sure so like He was like, Yep, that's what I came for. <laughs> yeah, it was like, Damn, I want to look like that. How much does <laughs> that cost per month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, He yeah, had like the veins popping out. Can't was, put a
0: price on veins, bro. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, and then um when I walked in, I saw a poster. He had a poster of Rich Froning. I, I guess this was during like the open season. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like April, May, or maybe it was after the open, I believe. I didn't know what it was, and I saw Rich. I saw the picture, the post of Rich Fronten, and I told Rego, I "Was like I want to look like that guy right there," and um, he was like, "Yeah, he's the CrossFit Games champion," and I was like, "What you mean the champion? Like you know CrossFit, the CrossFit, you know what the CrossFit Games are?" And I was like, "Nah, I don't know what that is," and he's like, "Just go and Google, Google it," and I'm so uh, he showed me around the gym and stuff. I told him, "I'm gonna sign up. I'm gonna sign up. How much is a month?" and he was like. You know, you're a young buck, whatever, you know. I told him I didn't have much money and stuff and he's like, All right, I'll work with you. Give me one i tw- I'll give you give you give me one twenty. I was like, Well, I guess I was burning one fifty or one sixty that I saw sure. <laughs> <laughs> So I paid him I paid him there. I paid him and I told him the next day I'll come back. He called me the class times and stuff. And then that's when I went to the later at night I went on YouTube and I typed in like CrossFit games and then a whole bunch of stuff like regionals, like it's all about Rich and stuff, and I was like, damn, like, this is legit. This is kind of a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> this is, like, legit. I, like, I think the whole night I stood up watching, like, past seasons, and then I saw Rich Furner, like, won the CrossFit Games that year. And I was like, oh, he's. I guess he's all right. He won the Games. So <laughs> I Googled him, and he's like, oh, he won 2011, 12, 13, and 14. He's, he's pretty much the godfather of Yeah, like, damn, he must be really good then. Uh-huh. I was like, dang. This is what I, once I saw it, I was like, all right, I'm hooked. Sure. Like, like, I actually, I want to do a competition. I, I was jumping like 50 steps before I even knew how to do like any of the movements. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, what you
1: didn't realize is that everybody does that. Everyone comes in like, oh, I'm going to go to the CrossFit Games. Well, to be regionals. I'll go to regionals. Just let me train a little bit. I'll go to regionals. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it's a lot harder. It was a lot harder for when I first started. It was like, like. <sighs> Man, I'll be there next year, bro. I'm 19, man. i got plenty of time. That
0: kind of leads me into a question. So after doing Globo Gym for, you know, three or four months and trying to replicate some CrossFit, um, how good do you feel like you were compared to other people that were regulars at the gym when you first walked in?
2: Um, I was actually – I think I was maybe a little bit above average than your normal normal, uh, people who walk in. Definitely – like, the, the owner, Rego, when I first talked to him, when I first met him, the next, when I went back, I went back the next day to the gym after I joined, but I didn't do a class. Mm-hmm. I went during, like, his open gym time. Because I was also, the thing, I was looking at CrossFit gyms, like, they didn't have a, back then, they didn't have a bunch of open gym time. Mm-hmm. And he had four hours of open gym time. Oh, yeah, So, that's that huge. was, that was something, like, that kind of attract me. I was like, because I want to do classes, but I also want to do classes and then work on other stuff. Sure. So... When I saw that, I was like, okay, that's also a, That's pretty good. So the next day, I went back, but I didn't do a class. I just did open gym. And I just did, like, everything. Like, I got on the rower. I think I spent, like, three, four hours there. I did, like, I don't know what workouts I did, but I did a rower. I did, like, sled pushes. I did, like, burpees. I think I did, like, light power cleans. Dude, I got I was sore for, like, a week. <laughs> I, I, like, the next – I didn't I, go back. I grabbed it twice
1: in one week.
2: Yeah, dude, I was <laughs> – I was hurting so bad, like I would lay on the couch, watch TV, and my body was just like tingling, <laughs> and I didn't even take no pre-workout. So and this, this is what like, it
1: takes to
0: get the girls right there. <laughs> this, this, this is like bad tingling too. It was
2: like pain. I didn't go back for a week. I thought he he probably thought I quit or something because I hurt myself. I pushed myself so bad that day, so it was pretty ruthless.
1: So all this training, right? You're you're crushing it. You're you know, you're, you're excited about CrossFit, at what point did you realize that you were pretty good and that you wanted to uh, kind of take it to the next level?
2: I can't really, even, I don't remember the exact time, but I just remember the coach, the owner of Rigo, was like, like, dude, you're picking, because he was teaching me the movement, because I went to classes, and he was teaching me the movements, and he told me I was picking up pretty quick, and I remember, because um, I want to get a muscle, a ring muscle up, and then he, he was teaching me these movements, and maybe like Two weeks of practicing, I got my first ring muscle-up, and I was so pumped. And um, I just remembered uh, there he had a poster. This actually brings me to, like, my first CrossFit competition ever. It was actually Greenville Games. Mm-hmm. My first com- – it was my first –
1: 2015? 14. Okay. 14.
2: This is when it was back in the – it was in the play- – it was like a school track field. Right. Mm-hmm. It was outdoors. Outdoors yep. or something like yep. that. I just remember being so hot god mm-hmm. it was so hot that day and yeah, that was the same year i think
1: josh miller marquan jones and hudson yeah i, I think, think they yeah, all did it
2: yeah i think they were all went they all went to regionals mm-hmm. that year i didn't know who they were at the time mm-hmm. but i just remembered i signed i remember i told the owner Rico like i want to do that competition i want i want to see how it feels like getting out there <laughs> and i remember that whole summer because i remember i don't remember what day that it was, I think, it was in, It was. I remember it was hot. It was in the summer. I think they summer. used to do it back in like July. I think it was July. I don't remember, but anyway, he. Uh, I started training so hard, like I was in there like maybe six days a week, like wow. for four or five hours, because I had so much free time. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, like I would go, I would work with my dad for a little bit, then after that I would just be there all day. Sounds like the life. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Yeah, that's like, for sure. And. um... And, dude, I started picking up, like, I started losing weight a lot because at the time I was still kind of a little chunky a little bit, Mm. but I wasn't like. You had some baby fat. fat. Yeah, Yeah. I I still had, I guess you could say, yeah, I still had some baby fat. But, um, I started. Not no more. (laughs) (laughs) I started cleaning up my diet a little bit because I used to kind of eat, like, whatever I wanted or, you know. Sure. And I started. My dad owned a restaurant, so I used to get, like, all the chicken and, like,. Mm. All, all everything he would, he would, I would ask, he would hook me up with. So I did, I was training like maybe four or five hours. Probably not the best idea for maybe a 19 year old, maybe mm-hmm. who hasn't probably should have eased into it, but I kind of hopped into it right away. So I asked the coach, Rigo, like, maybe you think you can write me a little program I can get on, maybe to get trained for the Greenville games. And he was like, yeah, you can work out with me too. And I remember, like, the first, like, couple weeks, he would crush me in, like, workouts and stuff. And then after that, it was, like, I started picking up pretty quick. I, was starting to learn, I finally got to learn how to do pull-ups, like, the butterfly pull-ups, actually, now. Mm-hmm. And then I was starting to get a little stronger. Like, I wasn't, at the time, I was not very good at the snatch. Uh, I remember um, power cleaning 225 for the first time. I, thought I was so pumped. Two blues. There you go. Yeah. Load them up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> had, well, he had the bumper plates. That was these the, the oh, the thick, those yep. high The big, fat, high temp yes. plates. I remember I, I, I couldn't squat and it. Back,
0: back in 2014, <clears throat> everybody was like, what are those? 100 pounds each? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew what those big, thick <laughs> ones were. I remember the <laughs>
2: first time I power cleaned it, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's and awesome. I, and I remember Greenville Games. I remember the Greenville Games had a thruster. Uh, thruster ladder, oh. it, um, I, it went up to like 275. I think. Oh. So I was like, man, I gotta hurry up and get stronger. To Holy cow! Thruster 275, and of course that didn't happen at all. Sure. I think my shoulder, my shoulder overhead was very weak. So anyway, I went to Greenville Games that day. I was super pumped. Yeah. I was excited. I remember the, the, the night before, I couldn't sleep because I was like nervous and excited. I wanted to get out there. I remember that first workout like crushed me. I remember it was like deadlifts, box jumps, and like running.
1: And you came out like a bat out of hell. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) It was started with a
2: run too. (laughs) Man, I probably maybe ran like a five minute mile (laughs) pace or something. Something stupid. Like like, this guy's going to blow up. I got to that 245 deadlift. It was a 245 deadlift, I believe. And dude, that 245 was like crushing me. Like I remember like People were, like, passing me, and after that, everybody was on the run, and I just now got into, like, the box jumps. I don't remember what the rep scheme was, but the box jumps. And then I want to say I I probably finished, like, last in my heat.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Sergio came out and summoned his inner Dan, uh, Dan Bailey. Yeah. Freaking I'm sure he was as many train. as Dan Bailey
0: at that point. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, he sure was. Was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was ripping his shirt off at the
2: very beginning. Someone has entered Danny Broflex. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Broflex. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I got crushed in that workout, and I remember I finished it. My back was hurting so bad. Sure. And there was another. There was two workouts that day because I signed up for RX, there was RX and Scaled. Um, I asked him, what, what is Scaled? And he was like, just, it's, like, it's the same thing, but just lower weight and different. It's just, you know, for, like, beginners. Like, he and the owner asked me, you should probably do scale. You know, this is your first official, you know, official competition. And I was like, nah, bro, I'm mm-hmm. going RX. <laughs> going all out. I probably should have went Scaled, honestly. <laughs> what, what What is, what is Scaled? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what that yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I that's the that like, thing people weigh their food on, right? Yeah. <laughs> So and the deadlift was a lot lighter and stuff like. uh, I, I, if you're going to do your first first competition, I recommend going scaled, especially if you're new. I tell that people all the time now.
0: Yeah. So I always tell people, you know, doing a actual event or a competition is much different than just working out your at your gym that you regularly work out every week. You know, it's just a whole different level. Even if you are doing scaled, so yeah, um, there's nothing wrong with scaled. (laughs) Uh huh. Yeah, so, else, uh, where did you end up that first Greenville Games on the leaderboard? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly how many
2: people there were. <laughs> said I don't <laughs> want to remember. Uh, I definitely don't. <laughs> I chose them. to Put forget. Put that one in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> man, probably in the bottom pack maybe. Sure. Probably maybe in mid – I think maybe there was like 30 of us that year. I think. I don't know. I was probably in the bottom, like bottom 20. I had a couple of good events. Um. I don't remember all the work – oh, there was one workout that I, I did pretty okay in. It was power cleans, and it was like power cleans and bar-facing burpees. I want to believe it was like five rounds of ten or ten, I think. I just remember it was on a black mat, and it was so hot. I mm-hmm. remember that black mat was so hot, mm-hmm. and I had took my shirt off, and I was like, I regretted the decision because that mat was hot. It was burning you. Yeah. It was burning. <laughs> no like, wonder you did those burpees so fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it probably motivated <laughs> me to get off this black mat in a hurry. So, yeah, I was pretty – I I, was, I did pretty okay in that. Like I finished maybe like second or third in my heat. That at that, I was okay. Be, I was pretty good at cycling the barbell at the time, and it was just 135, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like a heavy barbell. And then my burpees were were pretty good. I guess I'm. I don't th- I don't think I stopped at all. So yeah. I think my burpees are, have always been like, they're not super fast. But I always say they're pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never stop. Right. So That's something you can power through. Yeah. And like,
1: that's just the movement where efficiency is so important.
2: Yeah. So, I did pretty good on that one. And then, the last workout was the thruster ladder. And I was pumped to do that. And I remember I wanted... I think I hit a 185 thruster. I think I PR'd that time. I don't, think hey. I, ever, I don't think I ever PR'd the 185. And I think it went a 205. And I hit... I hit 205, and I was like, "Man, I was so pumped!" Like I had like my, I had the gym owner, Rego, and I had my my dad there, and he was like rooting for me. My sisters and my all my cousins came, and then 225 came, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, let's I get p- this. I can power clean this. I know yeah. I can." Yeah, so I I power cleaned it. Front squat, but I couldn't get the push. Front squat, then shoulder press. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I did it maybe (laughs) three times, four times, and I was like, yeah, that's it. But I was still happy. I still PR'd. Hey, that's really good for your first.
1: Well, in 14, I mean, so 14 is like, in my mind, is the height of CrossFit. That's where um, it was the year before a lot of your bigger name games athletes started going team. And you've seen a lot of that is where you get some... Newer, younger athletes coming mm-hmm. in, but uh, we actually went to the CrossFit Games in 2014, oh, and really? I just remember it was—I mean, it was—it just felt like it was the peak. Yeah. And not that it's not—it just almost feels like it's kind of plateaued, almost tapered a little bit. So, but in 2014, a 225-pound thruster is a really heavy thruster for an RX competition. So, yeah. And I remember that about which. That's that's something that I guess the Greenville Games are, are well known for in their programming is is how heavy they are.
2: You know? Yeah, they they've done pretty good on the heavy barbells and stuff. So I've always supported Greenville Games. I think Brandon, um, he's an OG here. I guess mm-hmm. you can say. I think he's one of the first CrossFit gyms here in Greenville. He's OG, old yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? So we fit. We fit that.
1: Yeah, we're Thanks, man. We're too, I love bro. being an OG. <laughs> OG, baby. So.
0: Well, I feel like your turnaround to becoming, you know, taking it to the next level was pretty quick because I moved here to Greenville in 2015. And when I first moved here, that's when I started training with Paulo. And yeah. uh, I want to say it was that fall at Greenville Games is when you guys did that partner I think uh, that was was that 2015 or was that 2016? They
2: believe that was 2016 okay. cuz I met I think I met Paulo late maybe early 2016 or the ending of 2015 beginning of 2016.
0: I okay. Think. I knew it was pretty quickly after we had moved here.
2: Yeah. Cuz
0: I just remember going to that event and Paul was like, "Yeah, I've worked out with this guy a few times, but I don't really know how it's going to roll." And then you walked in and you looked like this young buck. You had your old school Adidas bag around your shoulder. I was like, this guy is ready to roll. <laughs> then and like then the... you guys ended up
2: destroying everybody that year. Yeah. It was really fun to watch. With the old global team top on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, 2016 Greenville games was the, in my opinion, were the, was the best Greenville games ever they ever had, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um I had fun. Me and Paulo did. Better than I expected. We well, you guys won it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, win yeah. it. it's like I'm with this OG. Yeah. Paolo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so. Yeah. I think that was the year that me and Scotty Yamasaki were partners, and I'm I pretty sure I threw up in the chalk bucket or almost did that year. I remember. <laughs> uh, I don't think I officially
2: met you at that time yeah. yet. Um, Paulo had talked about you. Yeah. And we had watched you, and I was like, I asked him who who is Scott's partner, and he was like, he was like David. He's like, oh, okay. So we started watching you, and Apollo was just laughing. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you, your I, face looked very bad. I
0: seriously thought I was gonna die in that event. <laughs> that was that was kind of a, uh, yeah, that wasn't a good day for me. But there was a lot of photos of that. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure Greenville Games blew me up after that known as Throw Up Guy Not in Chalk Bucket. We may have to circulate those on the Instagram page. <laughs> oh, it's on Facebook. I think that was before I had Instagram. Oh, really? <laughs> we can make it happen. Yeah, man. Um, so as you, as you kind of grew in the sport, you know, 2016 was kind of a coming out year for you. I feel like I think a lot of people really knew who you were at that point. Um, how do you feel like the upstate community has kind of helped you grow as an individual and as a CrossFit athlete?
3: I think
2: it's played a big part man you know uh, especially now that local comp's doing this whole thing giving Mm -hmm. shout outs to people yeah Yeah, I think that's really beneficial to everybody and to me I mean the whole I've never been to a CrossFit gym that's never has never like rejected me or gave me any like bad vibes Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty comfortable like around everybody here in the Upstate now. I almost been to almost every gym around here, and I always message like people to um, drop in because I like to I like to support other gyms around here. Sure. And some other gyms have been really feedback to me. They've sh- give me shout outs, and they've always been pretty good to me and stuff. Um, I know CrossFit Simpsonville, I believe it's CrossFit Simpsonville now. The owner there, Gordon, has been really cool with me. Um, that thing he did with Josh, the whole like, mm-hmm. um, he offered to do that with. He offered to do that with me too, mm-hmm. um, but I already had got all like my things already situated sure. before he had asked me. Mm-hmm. And I truly appreciate what he was going to do for me for yeah. that too. So, it's been a big part. I loved it. I love the whole upstate here, man. So,
1: yeah, shout out to Gordon. Yeah, big time for him. He eye candy. <laughs> Just saying,
0: he's also a fan of the podcast yep <laughs> and we're a fan of him yeah mostly a, his body <laughs> yeah, he's pretty
2: ripped. i saw like a i was going through his instagram i think he had like a uh before and after picture yes. of him mm-hmm. and i didn't realize how ripped he was uh-huh so he he's he's pretty he's pretty lean out and jack now oh yeah
1: no so we'll have him on the podcast but gordon's got a pretty great story i mean it's he's he's a really good dude he's been a great addition to the crossfit scene so i mean I, I remember when he we used to go to church together and i remember when we went to church together he was bodybuilding oh, yeah. and he'd poke fun at reagan green and i about crossfit and then one day it was like all of a sudden gordon's doing crossfit so we're like, what? what is what is going on here so <laughs> he's come a long way but uh you know he's he's exactly what we're about you know sure good vibes yeah you know putting out positive content You know, and and helping people reach their goals. So, yeah, so definitely shout-out to Gordon. (laughs) Eye candy. Yeah, most definitely to (laughs) So, we've talked about the Greenville games a lot. So, I want to know about your most recent sanctional. That's what I want to know about. So tell us, yeah, tell us about
0: it. Well, he went to Argentina. You went to Argentina. Yeah. Well, you want to know about both? Yeah, just Tell, tell us me a little bit about, about both yeah. of those experiences. Let's start with Argentina. I mean, Argentina. when we introduced
1: you, the first thing we said was two-time CrossFit sanctional athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the good stuff. <laughs> Only Bro. a few people in the Upstate. We're have holding that time. out on
2: us. Right? Uh, uh, okay, so let's see. I guess 2020 rolled around, and like I was kind of disappointed last year. Like I told myself, all right. You need to get your crap together. You need to start doing some of these sanctionals. Like, if you want to kind of compete at a high level, you need to do some of these sanctionals. So, I told my, I even wrote on my whiteboard, okay, 2020, you're doing at least one. Like, mm-hmm. that's, you got to at least do one. So, the 2020 open rolled around. And I had did my research on these sanctionals. The majority of these sanctionals were using the open as the online qualifier. And um, so I was just looking through a bunch of lists that was going on. So Argentina was the first, was one of the first sanctions happening because mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was China and it was China and um, Argentina one, was South Fit. So that was called South Fit. It was paneling and South Fit. So I think I signed up for like five or six because they were all using the open. So like, if I'm doing the open, I might as well just sign up for all these sanctionals and just use, put my scores on these qualifiers. So at that time, I had just switched gyms because I was at CrossFit OSC since I started CrossFit for, like, four years. I transferred over to CrossFit Crash. I met uh, That's when I went to JR, and um, he's been a real good dude. He was really open, welcome to me. And I told him, hey, um, you know, my fitness is – I kind of slacked off on my fitness. I'm not sure where I'm going to be at, but I'm going to give it all on this open. And I signed up for, like, these sanctionals. Because, um, and I want to do very well. And I was wondering if you could kind of help me push through this open. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, okay. So the first open workout dropped. And it was like, it was that uh, eight short overhead. I think it was 10 bar facing burpees. Or mm-hmm. was it for 10 rounds, 10 rounds. It was a mm-hmm. lot. It rounds? was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was was a lot. it sucked. Yet. Yeah. So that workout popped up. And I was like, okay, my burpees are not fast, but they're pretty consistent. So I, the next day I went to JR, I told him. I asked him what he got, and you know, he told me his time. I was like, yeah, "It's pretty good." And I was—I watched the live stream. I watched Scott Pancheck and Rich Froning did like Rich did like sub ten. Scott was like nine something. Mm-hmm. So I went to Jared. I was like, "All right." And they made it look easy. Scott. Well, did. Scott did. Scott, That's what yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, gonna say. So, Rich I looked like he was dying Rich at the end Rich looked like there.
0: he was hurting a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was a little Rich nervous was on that Twinkie life, man. <laughs> yeah. so Offseason right for that big announcement of <laughs> yeah. the Scott going team.
2: I was a little nervous because yeah. I saw Rich. I was like, man, he's hurt, so this workout must be hurt. hurt. <laughs> so I went up to JR. I did it that Friday night. He, JR judged me. I told him, all right, I want you to keep me on pace. I'm not going to look at the clock. I want you to keep me every minute on the minute. So I think I can keep that every minute on the minute, like an email. Sure. So I was going to shoot for sub-10. That was the goal. Like I think sub-10 would be a decent score. I did it. I finished the workout at 945, which I was super pumped. But I wasn't sure I was going to stack against though. Uh, qualifiers or anything, mm-hmm. so and I did not redo it because I didn't want to go through that pain again. Right, and I was pretty happy with what I got. Smart man. I <laughs> was the only open workout I did not redo. Okay. <laughs> I can
0: tell you, I've never redone an open workout. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think I have either.
1: <laughs> My coach won't let me
2: though. <laughs> Shout out to Reagan Green. <laughs> so that later that night, that Monday. That's when everybody, knows everybody submits their scores. Sure. So I submitted my score. South Fit came. They t- they took thirty. Um, I signed up for South Fit, Australia, Brazil, China, and um, Norway, Norwegian. I just the signed Nordic up one. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I, right by f- I yeah. Right? yeah. I signed up for Yeah. Yeah. I signed for five. So I put all my scores in. I didn't look at it and. I didn't look at the leaderboard until I submitted all five for all those sanctionals. So when I signed up, when I looked at the leaderboard where I was at, I was like top ten in all of them, and that kind of motivated me. Like, all right, I can do this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it. I'm. There's no more. I'm gonna. I'm gonna qualify for all these sanctionals. I'm gonna try to do at least one of them or two of them or whatever. So roll around the 20.2 came. It was the, the 20-minute AMRAP. With Thrust, dumbbell thrusters, double unders. I love that one. And uh, I hated that one. That one was so boring. Get out of here, dude. (laughs) It was (laughs) so long and boring, dude. It was was such a repetition. Like, so I did that. I did pretty good. I submitted my score on all of them, and I was still like top 10 in all of them. And I was feeling pumped. Like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. I can do this. 20.3 came, was the deadlift handstand pushup one. Mm -hmm. I was excited for that one, because I remember that year that, the first year they released it, I didn't finish it. I think I got like 15 reps at 315. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna finish this one. So I did it, I finished it, I finished it in 828. Um, I was a little disappointed because I could have finished roughly about sub eight, but I failed my handstand walk. The last last 25 feet handstand Uh walk, like five times. Oh man! Literally the last <laughs> twenty-five feet, I fell it five times. Uh, oh my god! I was I was happy that I finished it because I did better. Sure. I proved, but I could have shaved like thirty seconds if I would have finished yeah. that last part, handstand want. So like I'm gonna redo that. I redid it, but I was so sore from Friday that it did not go well. Sure. So I had to keep my regular score. So mm-hmm. eight twenty-eight, which was still a good a good score, and it still kept me Uh, in a qualifying spot for all those sanctionals I signed up for. So I was like, all right, that's okay, that's just two more. I just gotta get through these last two weeks, man. (laughs) And then 20.4 came. And man, I was was actually super excited for that one, but that was actually my worst finish in all of them. And that actually kind of hurt me. Hurt me a lot. And just not because of the barbell, because I can clean and jerk 315 for multiple reps. But surprisingly, it was the pistols. Like 90 pistols have like shot my legs, mm-hmm. and then when I got to that last bar, I kept missing the clean, mm. I, and it was very disappointing. I, and I don't know. Um, I just remember submitting my score, and that dropped me like 10 spots mm. at all of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and I remember screaming. I'm like, I was screaming, but I was like, oh, damn it, <sighs> right? Like so close, we're like two two opens away. I'm like, man. So I was like, they took 30, and I think after 20.4, I was like 25th. So I was like the borderline, just because that, that dropped me. You. That killed yeah. That killed me so much. It's so like I got just one more. I just gotta get through this last one, and then 20.5 was like that wall ball, muscle up, and um, rowing. Mm-hmm. And I've been working hard on my gymnastics, but 40 ring muscle ups, to be honest, is a lot of ring muscle ups for me. It is for. I, mean, I don't, no mm-hmm. matter how how I split it up, it was still pretty difficult. Um, I know I needed, like, a decent score, a good score just to get me into a qualified spot. And uh, I finished that workout at, like, 12.30. Yeah, 12 minutes and 30 seconds, which it wasn't great, but it necessarily wasn't bad. So I wanted, like, a sub-11, but it is what it is. So when I submitted my score, um, the leader, all the leader uh, – because – all the we were using Competition Corner, the website. And then when I submitted my score, all of them were like, I think crashed. So I didn't know if I made it or not. So I had to wait a couple of days. Oh, man. I had to wait a couple of days. Like, did I make it? Did I make it? Like, the leaderboard like crashed and like, I was like moving up and down, up and down. Like, man. I'm, I'm sure like, your family
0: loved you that week. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tasha took most of it because I was stressing so hard. I'm sure. She hates it. I was stressing so hard. So I didn't know if I made it. Uh-huh. And then um then I got emails saying I qualified, I qualified, I qualified. I was like, Yeah, yeah. hallelujah, baby. We I made re- it. I
0: remember you posting that on Instagram and
2: just everybody giving you <laughs> these shout outs. It was really awesome. Yeah, like, like I made it. It's like <laughs> thank the Lord, like I I qualify all of them, but of course, I was not gonna do all of them because sure. finances. Yeah, you know, you're that cheap to travel. So the main ones I <laughs> it
1: is right now.
0: That's <laughs> true, hey.
2: especially to China. <laughs> there you go, right? Yeah. So I qualified sure. for all of them. Surprisingly, like, like I knew I've always capable of do it, but I always had like that call that self doubt on me sometimes. But uh, but I knew I could do it. So I did it. So I wanted to choose. So the main one I wanted to do was Brazil. Like I'm I sure it
1: from, wasn't Belize.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: good one <laughs> finally i get to go back to my homeland <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
2: so brazil was like the main one i really wanted to do like before like even i signed up for the, the sanctuary i was like i was talking to paulo i was like dude we should do brazil like like i, I told paul like you should do brazil man you're from there mm-hmm. just do it but i feel like the
0: last two or three years he said he's gonna do it and then he doesn't finish through with the open yeah i'm like, sure he's... that'll be another story we're gonna have him on but
2: yeah, I, he, he signed up for it. Did he? But he, did, he didn't put his scores in. Yeah. all so I, I, I don't know what the heck he was we'll doing. We'll have to ask him when he's I'm on. I'm going to have to ask him. We'll but ask anyway, him. I signed up for Braz- I, I, uh, Brazil. I did Brazil. I got to call the invite from Brazil. And I saw Josh, um, Josh Miller. He, he he did Brazil, too. Mm-hmm. And he qualified, too. So I remember I talked to him. I went, well, We talked. I talked to him at the gym. I asked him, so are you going to do Brazil, man? It would be pretty cool. You know what I mean? You can go do Brazil. And he told me, like, nah, dude, I'm not doing it. I don't think I can make the trip. Um, okay. That's why I was, all right, cool. Um, but this was before I went to SouthFit because Argentina, Argentina had their own uh, qualifier. They didn't do, actually, they didn't do the open. They had their own okay. qualifier. Um, so I went to South, I did South Fit. Uh, I'll tell you the story about South Fit. It's, so... Um, obviously it was my first elite competition and, uh, I was pretty, pretty nervous actually just because I was, I don't know, like when I got to the stadium, I wish everybody could see the stadium there Mm -hmm. because the stadium was unreal. It was intimidating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, it was so damn cool though. (laughs) The crowd there was unbelievable. It was like, it was so many people were there. It was ridiculous. And then I remember, um... The people who program it was James Hobart and Spencer Hendel. And I remember I was at the athlete area, and then like I try not to be a fanboy when it comes to like when I meet like you know these people, like these famous athletes, sure. I guess. Yeah, I try to keep it cool and chill, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, can I get your autograph? Yeah, Let's get a I, never, <laughs> I never, I never like try to be like that. Sure. I always try to keep their cool, but I remember, yeah. um, I was just standing, they were going over to workouts, and I remember James Hobart and Spencer Hendel were uh right behind me because I turned around and I saw him I was like oh cool what's up guys and I said <laughs> I said hey to him and I was like what you guys doing here are you competing and he's like no we're doing the programming for South Fit, the competition and I was meeting Spencer Handel I was cracking jokes with Spencer Handel and I was telling him like dude you, you know you don't look that tall you're not that tall i see seen in TV you know and he's he's actually he's freakishly tall dude <laughs> okay. he's like six foot four yeah He's really tall, but I was playing jokes with him. Sure. Like, you must be really good at like handstand push ups and like thrusters and stuff like that. We were just cracking jokes and stuff. But but those two guys are really cool. Yeah. They're, they're very friendly and they're very cool. And I've got to talk to him multiple times. And then um I got to meet like all the Australian guys, like Rob Forte, Zeke Grove were competing there. Mm-hmm. I got to meet them. Actually, I got to meet him again in Australia, too, and I saw, hey, what's Zeke up to them? Is, yeah. Zeke is huge. Dude, no. So, Zeke Grove is very short, but that man is stocky. Wow. That, that man a sling. bowling ball. Stout. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you see him in person, Rob Forte is pretty Jack too, man. Yeah, he's, he's huge. Yeah. He's has been. I didn't realize yeah. how yeah. like, jack he was until like, I met him in person. Yeah. No, nah, he's really – he looks pretty jacked. So many man crushes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's an original, you know. super original OG. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. So he's been to the games thing like nine times or yeah. something like that. So it was very, it was very cool. Like all the people there were very friendly. The, um, I would say the competition was really, really well ran. Mm-hmm. They were very on time on everything. Heats were very, were in and out. And I just remember, so like, I feel like I'm fit enough to qualify for these sanctionals for me. Now it's time to learn how to compete at this level now, sure. you know, it's so a difference between competing and then just qualifying, you know? So for like, for example, uh, one of the workouts was like 21, 15, nine bar muscle up uh, dumbbell sort of overhead with mm-hmm. a 70 pound dumbbell and front squats. I went full dummy. Mm-hmm. I think I went unbroken on the first set of bar muscle ups. I went 21 straight. Mm-hmm. I look around a crowd. I was the only person who went 21, <laughs> and like all the other heats, they did not go unbroken. Like, right, rookie mistakes. Rookie mistakes. Yeah, just stuff like that, you know. But just because the nerves got to me, and like I wanted to be like out ahead, mm-hmm. um, so that workout, I think I finished maybe surprisingly. I finished maybe 12th overall in that workout. But if I would have done the, if I would execute like how I practice in training, like, sure. Cause I was literally, like, the time I did it in training I was like two minutes slower, and mm-hmm. when I did it on date the day of the competition, but like stuff like that I need to work on just competing at that under pressure, and so but, you,
0: you are planning on going to Granite Games this year, right?
2: Uh, it's either Granite Games or the Asbury Park Summer Games. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully they don't get postponed or yeah anywhere. they um I emailed them and asked them what's the issue they uh um. As of now, they have not postponed or anything. Mm -hmm. They're still on for June. Mm -hmm. Um, They should be fine. Yeah, so hopefully anything. So I'm leaning, kind of leaning towards Asbury Park Summer Games just because it's in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And I could drive there. Sure. Um, But, you know, things could change. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Minnesota is beautiful in June. Yeah. It's beautiful in the summertime. It's not super duper hot. So uh, the organization I work for is based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, really? It's miserable in the winter, but in the summertime, it's real nice. Oh, nice, dude. So, yeah,
2: it's either one of those two because I wish I could do both, but they're happening like (laughs) really like a week apart. Yeah. So, it's either one of those two I'm going to do, and honestly, that'll probably be my last one for the year. Mm -hmm. And then… Refocusing on the Open. Oh, yeah. My next goal for the Open is to crack that top 100. So,
0: so that, that leads me into a question. Speaking of goals, like how do you set your goals personally? Do you feel like you have a lot of short-term goals that lead to long-term goals? Or do you, are you yeah. focused on like two or three long-term goals?
2: Uh, probably short-term goals that will lead to long-term goals. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I take steps. So like, let's say, uh, for example, my next goal is to crack top 100 in the Open this, the, for the 2021 Open. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can, I'm capable of doing that. Um, I think I'll be ready to hit do that, and um, once it does, once I reach that goal, the next goal is, I right, let's do another sanctuary and try to, uh, for me, I'm going to set a goal, win a sanctuary compete and win it, so that's yeah. going to be my next goal after the Open, is to win another, win a and then overall, you know, make yeah, the games, make, the games. make Absolutely. the games, you know, that's, so I set steps, you know, yeah. stuff like that, so. I definitely, that's yeah. that's probably my next goal coming up. I'm excited and and training at CrossFit Crash. Jr. has been a real, um, I guess a good, a great coach, mm-hmm. and he's been pushing me a lot, especially like in the gymnastic stuff. Sure, and he really he like it's the only time I get to train with him is at six a.m. because that's the only time he works out. 6 a.m., which is pretty early, because mm-hmm. uh, I have to wake up like at 4:30, because then I gotta, I live like 35 minutes from the gym, and I gotta get settled in, and you know, so, but yeah, um, but we have a group, a great group there who comes at 6 a.m. though, sure. so I guess it's not as bad, and it, I guess it pushes me a lot, mm-hmm. even that early, and um, yeah, he, you know, Jr. has been a real good, real good guy, he, and he's been pushing me a lot. I mean, I, so, think, yeah. I think, I think working out there has really changed a lot too yeah you got to develop some good
0: discipline um getting up that early probably going to bed a lot earlier as well yeah
2: well i try yeah uh tasha right here is a night a night owl (laughs) so it's kind of hard to sometimes get get to sleep on time
0: yeah i blame everything on my wife too (laughs) i don't i learned a long time she just happens to be in the room right now (laughs) Oh my so, goodness.
1: So it sounds like to me you're you're motivated by competition. Obviously you're young, you know, you still got the drive and desire. So I mean, you obviously made the move to crash yeah. to kinda of increase that competition. You mentioned uh you know, JR has impacted your programming, especially in terms of gymnastics. So would you say that, you know, other people are what keep you motivated? I heard you say that you know, once you qualified for the five sanctionals, it really got you going. You know, what are what are the things that really motivate
2: you as an athlete? Uh, probably my uh, family and other people, other competitors would would motivate me a lot. Um, my dad's a big motivator for me too, and then just I don't know. I like that drive. I like having that that feeling of being uh, succeeding in the in the sport. Mm-hmm. Just have that drive to do it. And I know I'm capable of doing it, so just just working towards the goal and just not giving up. So, yeah.
0: Do you feel like um, when you do have a sanctional in the states, and hopefully your dad can travel there, that's going to make a huge difference? Oh, big time! Yeah. I don't think
2: my I have, the last time my dad watched me do a competition, um, it's probably maybe three years ago, three four years ago. Yeah. So it's been a while. Um, he knows, like, uh, he's tried CrossFit, so he knows what it is. Um, a little bit. He still doesn't, he doesn't know any about the movements, because uh, I I tell him all the time, like, this is this, this, is that, he's like, oh, okay, and then he forgets. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I think having my dad there, too, and then um, my mom there, too, would be great. That's awesome. So my mom doesn't like me when I left heavy at all. She's scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> she's just being a mom, you know? Right, like, yeah, she's scared that's of what me. she's there for. She, she's, she's scared of going to break my back, or, like, uh, she actually came to one competition, and I was lifting, and uh, she's an old-school Hispanic woman. She's mm-hmm. scared, like, you shouldn't be doing that. You're going to hurt your back. Like, that's bad for your knees. Like, why are you, <laughs> why are you squatting <laughs> that low? Like i like, just relax.
1: It's,
2: it's going to be all right. But she supports it, though. That's she, great. She
1: supports it, though. She, well, that's a Latino thing, just in general. So I think I mentioned last week I'm, a, I'm an adopted Mexican my grandmother's Mexican oh yeah I she's did hear Mexican about that yeah so she's uh she's like that too she's over the top about everything yeah. so shout out to Mimi Orlando Guadalupe <laughs> 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 but uh no so that's that's cool and that is something that really runs true is families first yeah that's something that's really big with within you know my family with my grandmother and so <laughs> that's uh that's neat yeah so uh,
2: it. Yeah, I think it helped me a lot having there. Like, like when I went to South Fit, um, it was kind of short notice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tasha couldn't make it because she had school going on. Sure. Um, my parents don't really fly; they never like to, so they couldn't make it out. Luckily, I had a I have an uncle who lives in Colombia. Um, Is that
1: Colombia or Colombia?
2: colombia okay. <laughs> so not not you know it not colombia here and 45 minutes south. <laughs> sure. yeah so yeah so he flew he flew from there to argentina and he was with me so he had the coach's shirt on and oh that's cool and luckily he's the cool uncle uh-huh so he was like he didn't know anything about crossfit he thought I was doing a bodybuilding show. <laughs> <laughs> so he had like the oil and everything. Why is it your shirt off? Where's, he messaged, a, where's your bikini? <laughs> he, he messaged me. He's like, Do you wish, uh, he asked me, you got the baby oil and everything? I'm not, I, like, I'm not doing a bodybuilding competition. He's like, he's like, So bring the
1: baby oil or no? <laughs> so
2: he's like, What the hell are you doing there? He's like, I'm doing a, a CrossFit competition. just like, What is CrossFit? Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, Do you not look at my Instagram or anything? He's like, Yeah, I look at your Instagram, boy. <laughs> and he was like, he's he's like one like the he's one of those uncles who are like older but he never grows up. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we all so, have one of those. Yep, we all do. Yeah. But he is so cool, man. I think I'm, I think I'm that uncle actually. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool thing is that I have not seen him in ten years. Oh, wow, well, so that's awesome. It was great to see him. Yeah. So he flew and he like, and he was pretty excited too. So he came to the competition and he was like, um. He was looking around, and he remembered telling me, like, damn, these women's are jacked. <laughs> like, like, let me get my jacket on real quick. Like, crap. He was very shocked.
0: Yeah. I think we see that very commonly at, you know, when you take it to the next level, the elite level, the mental game is so much a part of it. I mean, once you get to that level, everybody's good at CrossFit. But yeah. it's kind of the mental part that separates, Big time. you know, the men from the boys. So I think, you know, as you get more experience under your belt. yeah, And you have a supporting cast there that's huge. um i know tasha went last time which is very sweet (laughs) but uh she she did the baby (laughs) yeah we were definitely all watching back here in the states when you were there um leading into that also another thing that separates um you know rx to to elite is nutrition how important is that in your training and how are you implementing that if at all do you Uh, have a nutrition coach
2: so i do not have a a nutrition coach or anything like that um you could say Tasha cooks majority of the meals, but uh, me I'll tell you guys this, I'm, pre- I'm a pretty um, boring eater. Uh-huh. Um, I tell Tasha that um, I don't eat to enjoy, I eat to survive. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good thing, though. <laughs> so uh, I typically do that typical bodybuilding food meal, rice, chicken, broccoli, almost every day.
0: So there's no Little Debbies in there. No.
2: <laughs> pretty much every day broccoli every day every day my wife would kill me <laughs> <laughs>
1: br- cruciferous is, is, is whatever you call them they make me so gassy tmi <laughs> but right. she would kill me <laughs>
2: yeah so every that's pretty much everything like i'll we'll go to like sam's club and we will buy like stacks of chicken we just cut it up and we'll prep for like for that whole week so i'll have i'll and i'll uh, bake like a whole pot of rice mm-hmm. and I'll just eat that for like um, like every, pretty much every day for lunch and dinner that breakfast, sounds like me in college yeah. <laughs> I mean I
0: did the exact same thing yeah. <laughs> breakfast is
2: a little different I uh, it's usually the same sometimes I'll mix it up um, but I usually have like maybe some like oatmeal with a banana and a protein shake for breakfast or I'll have like an egg wrap because uh, I love wraps so I'll have like an egg wrap and some yogurt or stuff like that I'll mix it up every time i breakfast with something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I eat that mostly every day. Um,
0: Are you pretty in tune with, all right, I feel like, you know, this is going to be a pretty heavy Metcon week or Metcon day. I need to intake more, you know, carbohydrates for yeah, energy.
2: most definitely. Mm-hmm. I definitely, like, double it up if I'm doing, like, a two a day or something like that, definitely. Very cool. Um, I'll just eat a little more or eat smaller meals, but just more intake or stuff yeah. like that. But not that I enjoy. I, I, we do like go out and eat and stuff like that, and um, I do like to snack a lot. Um, I love veggie straws. You guys know what? Heavy my son
0: loves yeah, veggie, my four
2: straws. Year old <laughs> veggie straws. My four-year-old crushes. So straws. does mine. Yeah. <laughs> I would, no offense. I would, yeah. We. I got like two big bags, mm-hmm. and I will crush those like all day. And uh, cereal. It's I like love. Sergio.
1: Hey, do you eat your vegetables? Yeah, they come in straw form. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and cereal. Those like the those are like the main two like snacks I love to eat. I love cereal, dude. I can. Dude, have
1: you box. seen the have you seen the protein cereal?
2: Yeah. Do you eat, eat the protein those. cereal? Yeah, dude. I it
1: looks bucks. good. It's so expensive though. It's like yeah, it's, six bucks a box.
2: Yeah, they do. Some of them come.
1: We might have to get a sponsorship up in here.
2: <sighs> yeah, David. Well, yeah, we'll hit on that
1: now. <laughs> David's not buying you cereal, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so that, that leads us into the next question. Then we'll talk a little bit about social media. Um, what are you, we know you have a YouTube channel now, which you're trying to kind of blow up. We see you posting a lot of workouts. You know, you have Instagram. Um, what kind of stuff do you feel like social media is helping you as far as growing as an athlete? Um, do you feel like it consumes a lot of your time? Oh, both. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: both. And um, I don't want to say I'm addicted to social media. Uh, Tasha might disagree. Ninety percent <laughs> of people are addicted to social yeah, media. Yeah, I guess so. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that helps as an athlete. I think that helps everybody who knows who you are. Like, if you don't have a social media, then people mm-hmm. don't really know who you who you really yeah, are. You and know? the thing we
0: found with you know social media, you got to constantly be posting.
2: Yeah, so. I definitely do, and that will kind of make me start my YouTube page. Mm-hmm. I started it maybe two months ago now. It's been two months, and I'm almost to 100 subscribers. Hey.
0: So, so if you guys haven't subscribed, was, you know. I've subscribed. Have you, Justin? So,
2: uh, I have. Yeah. So all you got to do is type in my name, Sergio Percent, on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. I just need eight more subscribers, and I'm up to, what, 100. Well, hey. And that's the goal right gonna there. We're going to get you there. Let's, we'll get you there. We're going to get you I there. I just need eight
0: more, baby. Yeah, yeah. So
2: um, I guess... You know, as
0: you continue with CrossFit, um, this is something that you want to pursue possibly as you know. You you want to generate some income from this and possibly become a full time athlete. Is that a goal of yours, or uh, are you still
2: pro- probably? That probably be the lifetime goal, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, over top, I would like that. Yeah. So awesome. Well, I know
0: that uh, a certain company, Apogee Therapy Center. Which I'm partial to, has kind of a vested interest in you. Can you talk a little bit about Apogee Athlete
2: and what that means to you? Oh, no, shout out to the boy David right here. (laughs) 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 Nah, man. uh, Zero conflict of interest. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Uh, You know, I just want to thank Apogee for actually funding, and you guys have been really grateful to, you know, put your time and your money into me and I truly appreciate that and I'm definitely gonna try to do my best and honestly uh I'm excited to be with you guys because recovery has never been my exactly my So I would just work out work out work out mm-hmm. I didn't really care about recovery yeah like I would just work out maybe sometimes seven days a week, and like not even think about recovery at all. Right, I think
0: a lot of people are like that, not even people who are of your caliber, but I think there's a lot of us average Joes out there who are trying to hit the gym, because we love it, you know? Um, We're going five, six days a week, but our bodies just can't take it, and we hit that plateau, and once we hit that plateau, we get frustrated. I find a lot of people are getting injured um, just from basically not taking that time for recovery or even knowing what recovery is, and some methods for it. So. I think that's what we're trying to kind of preach with the whole Apogee athlete. You know, we're finding different athletes in the local community like yourself or shout out to uh, Kayla Bell, Katie Traffy, um, who take recovery seriously and uh, who take injury prevention seriously because, you know, if you're injuring yourself, you're not progressing yourself in the sport. So uh, th- that's uh, kind of what we're doing with the Apogee athlete and we're really happy to have you on board. And hopefully we'll be along with this journey for a long time. I mean, we love watching you compete and train, get on that YouTube channel. Um, he posts some awesome content. You'll see some really heavy lifts, um, some Metcons that will make you want to throw up too. So, uh, I would definitely subscribe and follow him. Yeah. Um, also look out for, uh, A new commercial that we dropped with the Apogee athlete with Sergio on it. It's really cool. Go ahead and find that on YouTube. It's on the Apogee Therapy Center YouTube channel. Uh, Enough about Apogee Therapy Center and physical therapy and myself. Let's move back to Sergio. (laughs) Sorry about that little plug. (laughs) Um, So far, let's get outside of CrossFit a little bit. What do you think is your greatest success in life up to this point? I mean, it could be CrossFit related, or do you, you know, it could be anything.
2: I would say probably make him. My whole family is proud. Like,
0: yeah. I, I enjoy that when they mm-hmm. say that to me. Um, no, I think that's perfect. I, uh, yeah. Being a father of two boys, I, I personally cannot wait to see them play T-ball and, you know, basketball, football, hockey. My son oh, is yeah. obsessed with hockey and, uh, you know, eventually get into that CrossFit and just kind of cheering them on and being yeah. their biggest fan. I think that's huge. I definitely do. I do have a question, though, that's sort of on that level. If you could go back to your 19-year-old self and be like, hey, I wish I would have known this as a 24-year-old um, that would improve me as a CrossFit athlete right now or I would be a better CrossFit athlete if I knew this when I was
2: 19 getting started, what would that be? I would definitely tell myself uh, "Eat, uh, sleep better, get a structured program, stick to a coach, and uh, – Honestly stick to a coaching and programming. Mm-hmm. I think having a coaching and program really helps you a lot. And not doing like back deck back then I would never do workouts that I suck at. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the majority of people cause, Sure.
1: cuz they don't make you feel good. Yeah. They make you feel really bad.
2: Bad, you know, kind of, so I would definitely tell myself like you got to do workouts that you're not good at. You need to work on weaknesses. Yeah. I wish I could go back and tell myself that that I think it would have been a different different story. Yeah. Uh, but
1: you know, I agree with that. You see especially as a coach, you see I see a lot of people come in and they're they're doing a different program every three to four weeks and I'll ask you, How long is that program? It's like, oh, it's you know, three months. Yeah. I'm not getting any
2: results from it. It's like,
1: Well, you've only been doing it for three weeks. Yeah, you gotta, so gotta, you gotta you stick see it, with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's great so, advice.
2: Luckily I, was, I actually um had a, started a coach i actually reached out to uh nick you guys know nick Rankar, right yeah yeah i actually he's so, huge too he's so, pretty large it's a funny story like uh, um i was like i need somebody who can push me i need like a, actually actually i said i need a coach like a mm-hmm. legit so i just <laughs> um so nick Rankar has zeus method is his thing mm-hmm. and i was think i was like i'm just gonna dm him i don't know if he's, he's probably not gonna reply back to me so i didn't i dm'd him on instagram i told him, hey you know, my name's Sergio, I I made, I qualify for two sanctionals, I just, I want to improve in my performance, I was wondering maybe you can, you know, help me, help me out, and I was pretty surprised how fast he replied back to me, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, man, I'll definitely help you out, and he actually followed me on Instagram, which I was, oh, that's huge. I was <laughs> super shocked that he yeah. followed me on Instagram, <laughs> yeah, so he followed me on Instagram, he shoot me a link, he's like, this is my program, uh, Zeus Method, so I clicked on it, and, it showed me this monthly rate, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he's telling me this is my number, this is my email. Any questions? Holler at me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Damn, he's really cool, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. That's I also great. didn't expect that." So I did that, signed up for his program, and um, I'm really liking it. Just because Nick Rankar is like a five-time games athlete, mm-hmm. and he just he call he just now he won Masters, and is, he's in Masters now. He made he won it last year. He won it last year and he just qualified again this year. Mm-hmm. Did you
0: guys see that call out
2: um, by uh, Dave Cash Dave yeah. to the good
0: dudes mm-hmm. on Instagram? That was
2: hilarious. Yeah, calling him <laughs> out. Uh huh. So uh I signed up I signed up for his program anyway, and I I just started like maybe like two weeks ago and I remember uh, doing the workouts, but he asked me if you ever need one my times, ask me for my times. So I was like, Oh heck yeah. I asked him for his times and workouts and everything. Mm-hmm. And dude, it's been like great because now I have the grand car, even though he's 35, he's still like a hell of a beast. Oh yeah. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 35 is not old now. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, I don't say 30, 35. But... I'm creeping on it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm praying that it comes faster. <laughs> so stop
0: competing kinda, with the young that, bucks. That kind of leads me into another question. I thought I had it on here, but I don't see it. Um, have you ever considered, you know, possibly moving to another state or another city where there's a gym with, um, you know, Nicky Ranker or other games athletes that you would be training with consistently or is the upstate where you want to stay?
2: Mm, that has crossed my mind, but I'm pretty well settled here in yeah. upstate for now. Uh-huh. But, you know, things can change. Mm-hmm. I definitely would like to. Yeah. Um, I got to train with some couple games of athletes before like I worked out with Ben Smith one year which was amazing uh, I worked out with Rich one time but it was very briefly because he was super busy but yeah I would definitely love to move to a state where there's a gym that has maybe multiple games athletes or something like that but mm-hmm. but for now I'm kind of well settled here in the upstate for now yeah absolutely so
0: I, I think that leads us into another question Um, As far as, you know, your dedication to CrossFit, um, how it takes a lot of your time, Um, here on the Apogee podcast, we not only talk about fitness, but we talk a lot about family and relationships. Um, We're going to dive into our own relationships in a couple weeks here, me and Justin are, but how is this, how is CrossFit and your dedication to the sport correlated with your relationship with your girlfriend, Tasha, and your family? Do you feel like it's brought you and Tasha closer together I mean, not to put you on the spot, how, how, does it, how does it work? How does she support you the most, do you feel like?
2: Ah, oh, dude, it's great, dude. If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be as as good as I am now, I guess. Uh, like, during when I went to Australia, she was, like, rubbing me, doing everything, flossing, and making sure I had my meals prepped. She's been, your Sammy.
0: <laughs> that's not, that's good. Yeah, so...
2: Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It was, it was good. Like, in, when I went to South Fit, Argentina, um, like, my uncle was... Uvanka was supportive, but like, like I said, he didn't know like, like what uh, bring me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he would bring me like cheeseburgers or like pizza or something like that to eat. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I should be in that right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe after the competition sure. is a good idea. But like, but having like you no know, like she knows, like cause she knows how the sport is kind of she and she works out and trains. She used to train hard like how I was because she was a weightlifter too. Mm-hmm. So she kind of knows that. So, like, having that has been great. And having my family, too, mm-hmm. like, um, they're not very uh, clean eaters either, I guess you say. But they still, like, my dad did play, like, soccer when he was younger. And he kind of knows, like, the, sp- the sporting mindset of it. Mm-hmm. So, that always plays a part. So, he, he he understands. He always tells me, like, if you want to be the best, you got to train like the best. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, he, he's very old school. He told me, like, well, you need to wake up, like, at 4 a.m., go run, like, 10 miles you need to come back (laughs) Um, rocky mentality that's right yeah yeah so yeah he has like that old school mentality there's nothing wrong with that i mean that there's still a huge
0: part
1: of that in fitness you need that well it just that's that's drive for sure so so we've talked a lot about crossfit what do you like to do outside
2: of crossfit (laughs) (laughs) oh man bro i'm pretty boring guys (laughs) (laughs) I love going to the movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Man, movies has been like my jam. I'm a big movie guy. So what kind of movies? Uh, I like horror and comedy. Yeah, I'm a big horror guy. Like, I'm a big old school, like, on the... Like Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> what does nightmare? Tasha think about that? <laughs> she likes horror too. She likes she, it too. Yeah. Perfect. But <laughs> she don't want. She keeps her eyes closed. I sure. told you, better keep your eyes open because I paid for this ticket. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never
1: understood why people pay money to be scared. It's like, there are places in town I can take you where we can go for free and you can be scared. <laughs> I I've always been a closet horror fan as well. So yeah. I'm yeah. right there with you. Yeah. I'm a closet Disney fan.
0: Well, there's nothing wrong with that. like yeah, yeah, I got Disney it's, Plus
2: yeah. 2 at the house. I so. watched Lady
0: and the Tramp this morning with my kids. All right, well, we are heading into the section now. My favorite section. Which we call rapid-fire questions.
1: So <laughs> the first question is, what's your favorite CrossFit workout? Favorite CrossFit workout?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Linda? Linda. Is a 10 yeah. down to 1 with bench yeah. press, squat clean, and deadlift? Perfect. Oh man, me and my boys would used to do that like <laughs> at least once a month. Oh, man. I love that workout. <laughs> me too. Me too.
1: So we anything uh, with bench press. I was yeah, looking. Dude. I was looking back through one of my old uh, apps that I recorded, like PRs and workouts in. And so we. I love Linda and Kayla. <laughs> I was looking through, and I was like, man, I was looking at some some workouts from like 2015, and I saw Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like what? In the, what in the world is this? So it's basically the same structure as Linda, but it's um, it's bench press and pull-ups. Oof. So, um, it was an old workout that uh, Dan Bailey and Rich Froning used to do when he uh when he trained at Tennessee Tech. But yeah, Dr. Quinn medicine woman. There you go. Look it up. I mean, look Put out. it on your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're not going to find. It. I named it. I don't know why, <laughs> why I named it that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> All right, next question.
0: Favorite CrossFit movement. Can be a lift or gymnastics movement. Is
2: it can be a lift? It, it
0: can be, yeah.
2: Either a lift or a cro- a gymnastics. Uh, snatch probably. Okay. Yeah, snatch is my, my most favorite. Nice. What is your What is your snatch PR? Uh, life my lifetime best. I recently hit 265. Good. Okay. Awesome. So I'm trying to hit that 275 goal trying to catch up to my boy, uh, you know, shout out to my boy Jackson. He always he's like twenty years old. <laughs> yeah. And the man snatches two seventy five on a daily basis, Oof. which I'm proud of him, but at the same time it makes me mad because I remember when I first met him when he was like fifteen years old and he couldn't snatch like one eighty five. Sergio yeah. uses that OG card. About oh, your 20 man. I yeah, when I was 20. Yeah,
1: so I'm trying. I'm still trying to catch two to them. So yeah, 275 is
0: big boy toys. It sure is. I, I feel like he did the Clemson work competition a couple weekends ago. Correct? Do you remember? Yeah, what? yeah, he did. He did I'm that. pretty sure he did it in the scale division, which is because he was doing it with somebody who was doing a first time. competition. Did he do a scale division? I'm pretty sure. I didn't know it was him at first. But he jumped up on it. was one of the workouts was max pull ups at the end. And this kid jumps up and he did literally 40 in a row or
1: something like that. I was dude, like, he's going to talk. I was like, who is that? Tires. And why is he doing scale? <laughs> and then I realized it was oh. Jackson. I was like, oh, okay, that oh, makes man, sense. <laughs> up, your house is getting yeah. egged.
0: Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, man. Man. Red, yeah. red alert. Yeah. Red alert. No. <laughs> I think when he
2: hits like my age, he's going to be a real good. Yeah, he's, he had, He's only twenty, dude, and he's doing like crazy things. Like when I was twenty, I was like, I'd even was even close. I'm excited to to watch him. I have been following on Instagram,
1: but I just didn't realize that was him when he was up on that pull up bar. Yeah, <laughs> so. I I have a theory that um, the CrossFit methodology and just the overall style of training that we're seeing in CrossFit is gonna have such a major impact on high school sports oh i agree 100 so i mean it's 100 you're seeing a lot of these young guys that are you know when they don't have a weightlifting program say in the summertime or in their off season um are coming into gyms and uh, you know what i love about crossfit outside of you know the strength aspect because most people come in and they, and they they see huge improvements in strength but it's the coordination that, that you really, really gain, especially oh, yeah. as a young person. So yeah, super those, excited about that. Definitely
0: getting those fat, fast twitch muscle fibers under a heavy load is huge. Yeah. Yeah. For I, sure. Experiencing that yeah, when you're young. Do. All right. Here's a more fun question. Describe the perfect rest
2: day. Perfect rest day? Yeah. Mm, man. Perfect rest day. That's a great question. I'm going to say maybe it's summertime. I'm going to say it's summertime. Sure. Good day. Mm-hmm. Probably wake up, eat a nice big bowl of cereal, relax on the TV, maybe watch a good movie.
1: Watch some Tunes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: And then if it's nice out, sunny, probably go to the pool and get a nice tan on because I like the tan. He still does it for the chicks. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) different Different kind of wake and bake. Yeah, probably go, yes, I get my tan by the pool, relax there. Um, it's a good movie. Plane. I like to go. We could probably go to the movies, and he's gonna go to the shore. Good, good, ra- good rest laundry. day. Get a tan. <laughs> get scared. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, man, that's probably a good day right there for me. You know, good. just hanging out. You know, tanning, movies, relaxing. Perfect. Probably, probably my good day right there. Get that there.
0: vitamin D. It's important.
2: Yeah. So. So, I already said it. I love to eat.
1: It's my favorite thing. I live life in maintenance. <laughs> or semi-bulk. <laughs> so, uh, tell us your favorite cheat meal. Favorite cheat meal? Favorite cheat meal.
2: Ooh, man. I can name like five or just seven. Just one. Just your one? favorite.
1: Just the best one. <sighs> Last week, we had uh, shout-outs to Sidewall Pizza, I think, from every single one of us. So, if you haven't had Sidewall, Sidewall Pizza, check I out.
2: Not, I have not. I've passed by it all the time, but I've not gone over oh, there. Oh, man. But so I've, you need to. It's good. I like pizza, but I have more of like a... Uh, burger guy, mm-hmm. so I uh, wonder Fro. There's a place called Bad Daddy. Oh, I love that place, dude! I'll go uh-huh. there and just get like they have. I think call like a, I can't remember what it was called, but it's like a burger on steroids or something like that. They have on the menu, dude! I'll get that and load that thing up with some sweet potato fries, and I'll just devour that. But so like um, a burger yeah. with
1: like a syringe sticking out of it. Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude I
2: was. Just, yeah, so I like burgers. I'll just crush
1: that. A
0: little plug, uh, bad daddy sponsorship opportunity right here on the yeah, average podcast, <laughs> or any burger place that's in right. general. All right, next question: What song do you play when you're ready to rip out a five-minute
2: amrap? Drake. Drake. Yeah, yeah. He's any like, song in particular? Like, Kiki. Do you love me? <laughs> uh, uh, Drake. Uh, nice for what? That's all my right. That's Perfect. my jam.
1: Uh, all right. So I like. Uh, I'm I'm the weird question guy. So. Uh, if you could be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? A tiger? A tiger? Why? To be sure it's not a liger? <laughs> <laughs> that was a
0: dad joke.
2: Uh, <laughs> Hashtag. I just like the, how fierce they are. Cool. The I have a tiger. I have a, actually a tiger tatted on my arm right here too. Gotcha. So, so would so. you say that maybe that uh, like your spirit animal? Yeah, I would say that's my spirit animal. There like if I, if I if like if reincarnation, you know, I would come, I would have liked to come back as a tiger. Nice. Perfect. All right, next question. If
0: you could be any piece of gym, gym equipment, what would you be and why?
1: Any Whether piece of a barbell, equipment? a plate, yeah. a rig. We're going at we're getting out there. It's real out there. So get weird with us for a yeah. second. Uh, I don't
2: know.
1: Chalk? Chalk. Chalk. All right, you <laughs> got to tell us why. Yeah.
2: Huh? You got to tell us why. I don't know. I like chalk. He likes oh, chalk. He no, likes man. chalk. Hey, it whatever. Oh, that's fine. Chocolate or barbell? Simple man. That'd be chocolate or barbell. Simple right. man. I'd say that. Simple man. All
1: right. So, our last rapid fire question is uh, It's Sunday in Madison, Wisconsin, and you find yourself on the top three of the CrossFit games. Which two athletes would you choose to go head to head with for the top podium spot?
2: Two athletes?
1: Yeah. Who do you want to compete with?
2: Uh, I guess Frazier would be one of them just because if I do beat him, I have the, the say I said I beat him. Yeah. Uh, so Frazier be one of them. And second one. Um, Who, took second? Who took second at the games for the men's? Frazier won. Oh, Noah. Noah took second. Right? That's right. That and was then, a uh, huge head and, ahead. Um, uh, Actually, I'd probably say Frazier and James Newberry. Okay. Just because. James I got Newberry, to, secret man crush of mine. James Newberry is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, just because when I was in Australia, I got to meet James Newberry. Yeah. And uh, I was very shocked of how he was. He's very chill. Very. He seems chilly. He seems oh, very. Dude, uh, he's got dreads, bro. Yeah, yeah. he is very like, uh, quiet, too. Like, I remember, like I wanted to go up and talk to him that day, uh, talk to him. But, uh, like I said, I didn't want to be a fanboy. The time, I, so what I got to know him was when we were in the when they were lining us up to go out mm-hmm. to do the workout. and I got to because he would be right here next to me. I was just like, hey, that's James Newberry, he's pretty. He's, like, he's <laughs> like,
1: hey, James, how you doing?
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, Damn, you got I'm Sir nice <laughs> I so like that. your hair, bro. Yeah, his <laughs> hair is awesome, but yeah, I got to know him. I got to know, I didn't know he was vegan, um, he's like full vegan, and I
0: don't know that either. Yeah, That's he's not that big of a fan anymore. <laughs> shout, shout out to Amy Leroy. <laughs> just, just kidding. Yeah, no, he is full video. Is it Leroy or yeah, Leroy? Leroy? Yeah, all
2: we know is it's the king. Yeah. That's right. But I got to talk to him. and I thought, man, he was. This is so. It's, he seems so cool, like just a chill, like outside the gym. You know, yeah. he's yeah. so laid back, and uh, being able to compete against him at the field was pretty cool. So I, I would say him too, Frazier and Newberry.
0: That was probably one of my favorite moments last year, uh, when Newberry just went balls to the walls on that bike to win that uh that first i think it was a couplet workout that was pretty awesome crush that workout yeah
2: and it's funny too because um during between workouts he he sleeps in the athlete area (laughs) like he pulls a chair down and puts his feet up and puts a towel over his face and just falls asleep so i was like Maybe I, I should do that. Maybe hey, I should do that. There's your recovery tip. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe I should take <laughs> naps between workouts. Yeah, there you know. You go. I, eat, I eat between workouts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: surprise, yeah. Surprise, surprise.
2: I'm over here like sweating, like stressing. He's over here sleeping. I'm like, I need to do that, Dad.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think we're gonna wrap this
1: episode up. Um, <laughs> Tell we've... us where we can find you. Not like actual physical address. That might get weird. But where
2: can people <laughs> follow you at? What's the handle? Uh, you can just follow me on Instagram. That. Sergio Persenio ninety five. Sergio Perseno ninety five. And the same thing on my YouTube channel. First name, last name, Sergio Persenio. He needs eight
0: more, y'all. Eight, yeah. eight more. Eight more followers on YouTube. Well, man, it's been great getting to know you a little bit more personally. Um, we really look forward to following your journey over the next few years or several years, hopefully. Yeah. Um we're I think it's safe to say that you have the entire upstate behind you yeah. cheering you on. So
2: I appreciate everybody. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. If you need any oil volunteers, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> For your bodybuilding shifts. I'll frequently hand you
0: some chalk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, well, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks a lot. You heard it right here. Apogee podcast.